Alright, it's Mr. Cos right back at you with part two of my last installment. Dealing with Nomi Health, COVID-19 test, Kim Reynolds, Ashton Kutcher. As I was previously implying in my last podcast on this topic, I was going into particularly the fact of Nomi Health are the creators and main endorsers of what you would call to be Test Utah. Test Utah and the principles in which implemented that practice is what they've used over here in Iowa to make Test Iowa and that is also over the bridge in Test uh, in Nebraska, excuse me, under the name Test Nebraska. Now I'm continuing straight off my last document that I was just reading on this topic, and I'm getting right back into it, okay? All right. As for the positivity rates of COVID-19, the company that particularly is, you know, those that run Test Iowa, all the private companies as well as Nomi Health to be one in my mind because they're not speaking of Nomi Health at all in Iowa. No one ain't, ain't getting told nothing about Nomi Health. Nothing. Nothing. Okay? So I'm going to hit it. As for the positivity rates... The companies argued that the discrepancies were caused by differences in the population being tested. If you're only seeing the sickest patients that have the highest probability of being sick, of course your positive rates are going to be higher. Walker of Nomi told me the state of Utah has asked us to do a very different thing, which is to not only make testing available to those who are exhibiting all the symptoms and signs, they also gave us very clear direction to expand the testing access to people that are asymptomatic. The governor of Nebraska, Pete Ricketts, offered a similar explanation when pressed by a reporter for the Omaha World Herald. If you're testing non-symptomatic people, your chance of getting people who are testing positive is going to be lower, right? Duh. In other words, to sum this up. Basically, the private companies that are providing the test kits and everything else uh, that are directly involved with Test Utah, Test Iowa, and Test Nebraska said that the discrepancies of their numbers, so the fact that you genuinely are testing on only those who seem to have symptoms that match the particular virus is the reason why y'all are getting higher numbers but on top of that they said the solution to that is to test on asymptomatic people so people who show no symptoms none so not to just test on those who have not shown 
any sign of testing. They're continuing to test on those that they believe to have it. One second, please. I'm thinking. I hope you thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you think what I'm thinking, because that sounds like forced vaccination. That's that's the early stages of forced vaccination, because that's forced testing they're doing, or trying to implement. And this is way back in April. So they're trying to do forced tests. On those who show no symptoms, as well as do tests on those who show symptoms. So basically, in other words, if you enter the hospital, they can test on you just for being there. Just for being in range. They really can. There's nothing that says they can't test you just for being there. You could be totally not ill, perfect health. They still want to test you. Because they believe that's how they actually going to catch those who actually have it, potentially. Man, listen. I got a couple of things for y'all. Because this is wild. Because in my last installment, I mentioned a lady. Alright? And this lady is pretty important in the aspect of Proving that there might be some that they're protecting, okay? Now, this lady that I'm speaking of is Atkinson Dunn, alright? I'm going to literally break down the fact that she ended up getting taken out of her position, having her phone and a lot of other work material things taken and confiscated for saying simple things questions really on the validity of the practices that came with the test if they were actually valid so we gonna hit it give me a minute I am literally on the document Alright, now if you know anything about Orin, Utah, this is where the hospital of Tempenagos is. Now, this is also the hospital where a device called Octopure, and I'll spell it again like I did in the last stream, but it's lowercase o, capital K, Lowercase t, lowercase o, lowercase p, lowercase u, lowercase r, lowercase e. Alright? This machine allowed a higher rate of testing kits to be created. So, essentially in the first stages, Nomi, the health group, was able to make around 1,000 to 1,500. Okay. On a good day. Now Octopure has, if not tripled their numbers, okay, for that test to be created. 
at a higher rate. So it's like it's like Octopure is basically an assembly line for COVID tests. Okay, so it'll just do it all for you, really. Now, the thing is what I'm going to say here is because they already confirmed that the Nomi group did not know how to work the Octopure machine. They did not know. No one was very like clear on how to use it, utilize it, and things of this nature. So when you look at it in that manner, and the fact that they said they would like to mix the aspects of this team. They want to make the team very diverse in a matter of a portion of the team is built off technological background and then another portion of the team built off medical background. So this technological portion of the team is, I would assume, be able to use this Octopure machine while the medical team will be able to verify what is being made and produced by the Octopure machine, which they have been clearly saying as well, has not been been done correctly. Hence the very first assumption of why Nomi Health was put into question, you know, as far as their where their loyalties laid and legitimately the validity of their practice. OK. Through the FDA, though the FDA, excuse me, has relaxed some of its requirements for COVID-19 tests, it nevertheless recommends certain procedures to guarantee test quality. To use a new component, such as an RNA extractor, with a test lab must complete a bridging study, file for its own emergency authorization, or rely on an amendment to a manufacturer's authorization. When I asked... Satterfield what Tim Penagos had done he initially told me that he didn't know we made it clear that the LGC devices was not part of the co-diagnostics authorization he said what they did with their process that I'm not familiar with Michael Ballman the chief medical officer at Mountain Star said that Tim Penagos had followed the FDA process so going back to this why is every other damn person who's looking at literally the RNA fucking test all this stuff dealing with Nomi why does it seem that everyone who's got questions about it gets confronted by Mountain Star why because Mountain Star also recently just said that when there were over in Orem Utah when they went into the, the actual hospital, the room where they was doing, you know, RNA uh, extraction tests and things of this nature was not labeled. There was no room labeled to say, hey, this is where we're doing RNA extraction at anything. There was no extraction points for that. On top of that, they said that they had the Octopure machine sitting on what seems to be a 1970s desk. On an untiled floor. While other parts of the place were carpeted. Okay. And this is supposed to be in a secure lab. Alright. They already weren't meeting the requirements. So who is this dude. And as well as the other lady I mentioned in my last podcast. Who are they from Mountain Star to say that the FDA you know that they followed the FDA process that there was nothing that confirms this 
This is why everyone else who looks at it says they don't know. Because there's something happening here that's even happening under the noses of those who actually run, you know, sufficient companies and actually have a right to come through and check to see the validity of their process. They all don't know for some reason. Hmm. After validating the instrument on April 9th, he said the lab began using it persuadent to an amendment filed with the agency by co-diagnostics. But Tempanagos did not conduct its bridging study until May 1st. And the co-diagnostics, the company eventually told me, did not file for an amended authorization that included the Octopure until May 8th, nearly a month after Test Utah began using the instrument. So literally, this is what I'm saying. Test Utah was already using this Octopure machine over in Orem, Utah. Was already using this machine without authorization which further verifies that they did not know what to do with it as far as how to actually operate it properly and they had to learn as they went hence you got a bunch of amateurs working with highly highly effective medical equipment and you're telling me that these individuals suddenly know how to work this after a month when originally, when they first had it for that first month, there was no amended authorization that included the Octopier until May 8th, a month later, after they received it? So who allowed them to get such devices without actually being, you know, authorized by any, you know, person of a... You know, any company, any, any, no, no, nothing. No, no one said, hey, unless it's a private company, of course, but no one came through publicly saying, hey, you know, you're authorized to use this for testing. No one came and said that. No one told them nothing. So from some unknown means, it seems, Test Utah acquired the OctoPure machine. And without having too much background on how to use it, had an entire month to learn how without getting an amended authorization from anybody in order to even have it. So legally, they shouldn't have even had it. Okay? So my question is, is where did they get it from originally? Who provided them it? You know, what what was, you know, that's, that's some, some very serious questions. All right? Continuing on. The FDA, which declined to comment, is clear that failing to follow its guidelines is not a crime. What? What? Okay, listen. All right, I know um, I'm, I'm quite passionate right now because this is ridiculous to me. But I know I was going to get in on Atkinson Dunn. I'm going to do that after this. And I'm going to keep going on with this because it's ridiculous. But did you just hear what I had read from this? Or did you just hear this? The FDA, which declined to comment, okay, on Test Utah having that OctoPure machine a month before they filed an amended authorization on May 8th, declined to comment. 
And it's saying that it's clear that they, that failing to follow his guidelines is not a crime. What the hell was you talking about? How, how can the FDA come out saying that it's not a crime to not follow our guidelines when the guidelines all in themselves are put into play for safe production of medical, you know, not only tests and things like that, but to actually harbor medical equipment on top of that. There's certain things you don't need present in a lab. There's certain things you cannot have or do in a lab. Why is it not illegal for anybody who's in that area of expertise to get locked up for doing something in that lab that has nothing to do with directly what it's for? Why is it not following the guidelines on a federal level not illegal for those by the FDA why is that why is that not illegal that's like that's like literally a dude making the the cure for cancer in his wood shed out back where he saw wood and all this other crap got all this like what is you doing why 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 would i first and foremost go to that person is my question why would i first and foremost Go to the individual that I know has not been authorized by the FDA to even utilize not only the machine they have, but to do damn near anything they're doing. But like, why would I not? Why would I not say that's illegal? It's illegal due to the fact that you already broke the guidelines of the FDA when it comes to running a lab. And not only that, mainly due to the fact that you had a machine without any authorization. You, you had a machine that genuinely could produce three to four to five thousand COVID-19 tests a day. It's not even more. If not even more than that. And not only did you not know how to use the device originally. You weren't even authorized to have the motherfucker. So you had a whole month to legitimately run tests. Before you even told anybody you had the machine. This is all fishy, guys. This is fishy stuff. It's all fishy. There's nothing here that doesn't say that there's some, there's a group, there's there's companies, there's definitely some people who are behind the scenes that have a lot to do with why we suddenly don't understand federal law when it comes to people who own health organizations and joint uh you know and joint fucking contracts with fda and all this other crap whatever it be they ain't doing nothing illegal all of a sudden if you ain't taking care of normal parameters of upholding a lab and on top of that of possessing equipment you shouldn't have 
that can literally create thousands upon thousands of something that could indeed get you killed if you literally have somebody who don't know what they doing making and managing that shit think about that like that it don't make sense there's it don't it literally does not make any sense it literally does not make sense it genuinely does not make sense all right the fda declined to comment you know and it is clear that failing to follow his guidelines is not a crime to him all right and while that amended authorization has not yet been approved tipinago says that the agency has not objected to the use of octopure so Basically, Tempanagos, which is a, a hospital located in Orem, Utah, was one of the first originally to have this damn machine out here. And particularly, they were authorized to use it before they told people they had it. Okay? By themselves. They authorized themselves. AK, they did not object to using it even when they weren't legally supposed to have it and had no idea on how to work it. That's like literally throwing a, a M16 in fresh hands and expecting, literally expecting, when you tell them to aim and shoot, that they just going to get a bullseye first and foremost. That is not how it works. Dude has no prior experience to to holding a firearm and as the same an example in conjunction with they had no prior experience to owning the octopure machine yet they were able to shoot and you can bet your ass that they were not able to aim dead center in the middle first fucking shot they had no original no excuse they had no um prior experience <laughs> crazy man it, it don't make sense according to a 27 page inspection report obtained by the New Yorker the Tipinago's lab failed to establish specific specificity specificity sensitivity limits of detection and reportable range for COVID-19 testing prior to re Performing patient testing on April 10 of 2020. Basically, I'll repeat it one more time. The Tipinago's lab, where they have the Octopure, right? That machine that helps produce a major amount of COVID-19 tests and stuff. Failed to establish specificity. So they were not specifically. They weren't specifying nothing. The specs of literally. The practices they were doing were not verified. The sensitivity of the information. The limits of detection. The sensitivity of the machine. The reportable range for the COVID-19 testing. They never wrote down the records for any of that. So this is basically what you could say. During that time where they had the Octopure up to the point when May 8th hit and they told people 
publicly they had it, they could have been testing on anybody. Anybody. Anything. With anything. They could have been testing with anything. Anything. That's the point. That's like, that's like me giving you, that's like, no, let, let, let's make it a little bit more loose than that. That's like any one of you viewers who are listening right now, that's like you randomly getting a million dollars out of nowhere. I don't care where it comes from. You just get a random million dollars, right? And for the first month, nobody knows you have it. You, you are not authorized at all to let anybody know. You won't have it. You cannot let nobody know nothing. And everything that you purchase, you do not keep receipts, you do not keep bank notes, bank cards, exchanges, nothing. So it makes it seem like a month after that, that you just suddenly got whatever money you got left out of that million that you didn't spend. It'll make it just look like, oh, well, this dude just got $250, you know? Not, oh, you got a million dollars and you spent a majority of that money up until a month later when you finally told us how much you had. That's that's basically what they are doing. So that's like you not keeping none of your receipts. You may keeping none of the records of what you purchased or what you bought, what you spent on. And you suddenly a month later say, oh, well, this is what I got left. That's basically how they just did it. Because they did all they tests. All they all they fun experimentation occurred more than likely during that window between when they got the Octopure and up to around May 8th. Who knows who they were testing on? They didn't have they didn't authorize nothing. They didn't specify nothing. They didn't they didn't give no diagnostics on nothing that they were doing. Nothing. Until the day they said they got the machine. Which is originally them saying I already had the machine. But with the FDA saying that it's not illegal for them to possess that. Due to prior. Them not knowing. As far as the FDA not knowing. It ain't illegal. So that's basically like some real shit. This is, this is like. It's like someone in football for real. Elbowing you in the back of your damn head. On back of your, your neck or something and the ref not seeing it. It's like a fight in the UFC. A dude punch you in your groin and the ref don't see it and they don't stop the fight. That's literally what we talking right now. You basically get, they get, they put you in a position to make you feel like they didn't have what they were full-fledged working with. Like they didn't possess it. So... Anybody who had any questions on that test originally, it, it could have went under a different name. It could have been it could have been nothing to do with COVID-19 testing. It could have been something completely different. No, no one verified. You see what I mean? Now? No one came to the FDA or anybody saying, hey, we got this machine. We've been making these tests and it's been going good or it's been going bad. No one said nothing. And I want you to realize up until that point, 
There's still no information being provided on what really went down. There's no records kept. The inspection report identified other problems as well. The lab did not properly track specimens as they moved through the testing process. It performed tests on leaking samples. It failed to properly maintain the octopure, and it stored samples at room temperature despite a recommendation from co-diagnostics that they to be stored at a negative 20 degrees Celsius. The report noted that the lab took no corrective action after several test runs indicated errors that could yield invalid or incorrect test results. Follow me. Is also faulted the lab's director for being unavailable to the laboratory from approximately March 27, 2020 until April 27, 2020, which included nearly the whole first month of Test Utah's operations in the implement implementation of the Octopure and the lab's general supervisors for failing to provide day-to-day -day supervision of testing personnel and reporting of test results. So for a whole month, the director of the lab for a whole month specifically we got dates from March 27th to April 27th 2020 he was nowhere around when this went down when they got the octopure when they started doing these these test runs all that he was nowhere to be found Why? Why Why is the main director of the lab out of the building for a month solid after you receive unauthorized equipment that you have not verified you own or have in your possession? Where was the where was the director at? Where was the director of the lab at? Where, where were they at? What were they doing? Because if he or she would have been there regardless, care who it is, if they was there, I'm almost positive that that information would have came out much earlier. Hmm. And then on top of that. They they confirming. That not only were the octopure, you know, not only was that not properly maintained, okay, it stored samples at room 10. What? Why are you storing samples at room temperature that according to the very people who helped get you in the lab to literally do what you're doing, one of the groups that helped you do this was co-diagnostics, which they told you directly for you to keep them damn tests at negative 20 degrees Celsius. Why are you not following protocol 
And yet again, why is the FDA not saying you're doing anything illegal? Why is there no one saying you y'all illegal right now? Why is no one saying y'all should not even be having the ability to own this this machine? And on top of that, for y'all to even be in operation, y'all lab director wasn't even in the building for a month solid. Bro. And that, that dude was gone literally the whole first month of Test Utah's operations and the implement, implementation of the OctoPure. Where was where where is the where's the director at? That's a serious question right now, man. And this is the same group that's over here in Iowa now, done cultivated test Iowa. Y'all damn director can't even stay in a building during the serious times. So why am I to trust any of the things y'all saying? Be real. Look at it for what it is. You can't trust that. There's it's hard to trust. Somebody who is literally allowing an entire machine in the mistreatment and ill care of a lab go under their nose as the director for an entire month. And you're going to tell me in quotations, coincidentally, that month was when they first started doing test to operations and the implementation of the... Uh, Octopure? That make no sense. That don't make sense. Alright, that, that don't add up. Alright, we're gonna continue a little bit, alright? Because I want y'all just realize real quick, man. All this information being provided is directly coming out the mouths of those who not only went to check in. On the validity of this test, I will test Utah project, all this stuff. But you also have literally the FDA confirming that they're not going to press criminal charges for them mismanaging not only the lab, but the very device they use to make an overabundance of the test, which is the OctoPure. It does not make sense, guys. Excuse me. Excuse me. In a cover letter, the regulators warned that if Tempanagos did not remedy the problems, the lab could be liable for sanctions that include suspension of its certification or penalties of more than $6,000 a day. So not... So, okay. No one came through and said... If y'all keep messing up, because that's what we going to call it. Because if you was in that position, if you was the person coming there to tell them, like, we going to have to charge you with criminal charges, things of this nature, whatever, whatever it be. Why would you not actually charge them with criminal charges when they're literally going against federal law? Unless you are already being backed by a federal company. But then all the companies that you apparently work with are private, privately owned. So basically, that's to say that one of these or two of these or all of these possibly 
of these private companies may all be federally regulated. May not be federally owned, but they may be federally regulated. You feel me? It, it don't make any type of common sense. If you using your actual brain for what it was intended, it ain't making no sense. And it's making it, and as, as we continue to elaborate on this, it literally makes it seem more and more and more. Whatever they did during that month where they were not supervised has to do with what Mark Newman, the owner or chairman or whatever of Nomi Health, what new product he's been saying he's making. What new product? What new vaccine? What new testing are you guys talking about? Is the real question. When you look at that, maybe that's where it came from. This pocket where there was no supervision from the main director of the lab. So who had the ability to possibly, we gonna say allegedly, come into that lab and work work with it as they see fit? What who who came in there? Because if everyone was about what they was about, then that would that shouldn't have happened. In the first day they got the Octopure, they would have already confirmed to somebody that they had it. If it was actually being, you know, overseered and taken care of. That would have already been told. Why? Mainly due to the fact that nobody on team knew how to use the motherfucker. So why would I have a bunch of people on my team that can't use it without going and asking somebody who got history utilizing it? Why would I keep it under wraps so I can learn how to use this to my own advantage? I want you to think about it. That's like you not knowing nothing about how to build a house. You can look on YouTube all day, but until you start trying to build a house, you're going to literally learn. Damn, they're not at all. But on top of that, why would you not go to an actual person who knows how to build a house to actually ask for direct guidance if you're going to actually ask for it? That makes no sense why you would be willing to backtrack on your own investments Unless you were doing something else with it. So originally the Octopure was not acquired for what it may initially been said it was, you know, acquired for. Which is to make more COVID test kits. Maybe that didn't have nothing to do with it. Because if that if it did have something to do with it. Why is every company involved with it not understanding that it's illegal processes that are occurring at that damn hospital over in Orem, uh, Utah? Why is none of that illegal when if anybody else was in that position, it'd be illegal? Tell me why. Makes no sense, guys. 
This makes no sense, guys. It's a lot of fishy stuff here, man. Through a spokesperson, Mountain Star. Here they go again. Goddamn Mountain Star. Mountain Star said that the lab's director was in high risk category, was in the high risk category for COVID-19 and has been following guidelines to isolate at home. And that de delegation for all validation and in-lab in oversight throughout the COVID-19 testing process was given to an interim medical director. What's their name? Who are they? Okay, that's cool if you felt you tested positive for COVID and you was like, well, I'm about to go and I'm going to leave y'all. And this is him talking to the lab. I'm going to leave y'all to y'all own devices. Y'all keep doing your research and keep doing your work. I'm going to isolate at home. And then I'll be back. With such an important demand for not only the test, but people who are willing to show any type of assistance with these damn vaccines and damn testing and all that, why would I not inform public of who is taking my spot for a solid month during the arrival of what would be the Octopure? In the first initial steps and stages of them utilizing tests in, in Utah for Test Utah. Why would I not inform nobody of a name? Why would I why would I not inform nobody? Think about it. This is supposed to be research and things of this nature done. For not only the, the state of Utah, it's supposed to be done for everybody, according to what, for real. You would think straight up, if you knew that there was a deadly disease, and you were one of the individuals that had the ability to create what would be a vaccine, why is it that your director can walk out of the building, be gone for a month, have a replacement there and never verify who that replacement was. And then, as we already confirmed, during that gap of time, we have the first testing being done and the first utilization of the Octopure. You would think that'd be some of the most major info, most major data collected in its aforementioned essence. You know, it'd be... It would be the starting point to decipher on the, spe the specifics of what you're actually creating. You would need that info. You would need to know what you already did, what you haven't done, what works, what don't work. Why is none of that information being retained? And all that information is suddenly nobody know where it's at. Nobody was told nothing. About what was going on during that time of his absence. And then we got a random dude. A random director in there. Running things. And we don't even know their name. And they themselves coming from a private company. Come on guys. It makes no sense. You, you wouldn't naturally. Put yourself in that position. As a director. Unless you genuinely got the okay go. You wouldn't do that. 
You think that man did not know that they was going to receive that octopure around that date of his absence? I think he knew. That's that's just me. But I think he knew. Because why would you literally be back and not even have nothing to show what was going on for that first initial month? Why is there no data collected? No specs. No no algorithms or nothing. No specifics. No specs of any kind. Nothing. Why is there nothing? When that, considering that info and that information and that data would not, like I said earlier, be used specifically for Utah. That's something on an international and national level, right? So if they had made a breakthrough or even tried a new process of making a COVID-19 test, you would have to confirm with other organizations that are also making COVID-19 tests. And we ain't just saying here in America, but also internationally, like I'm saying. So why was none of that data apparently given out to the public? I feel like that data was saved, but was given to somebody else or somebody's else. Somebody or somebody's. Because there's no way that that information being as sensitive as it is, why you would not retain that information and provide it to your director. It makes no sense. How the hell does the whole lab know besides the director on what happened during his absence? You would think the first person that would need to be informed would be the director, right? Why is the director in the dark? Think about it, man. That don't make no goddamn sense. It's a lot of fishy shit going on. Now, I'm going to end that. Just let y'all know that it's confirmed that there's a lot of fishy shit going on over there in Orem, Utah. The whole test Iowa and test Nebraska is based off test Utah, which test Utah has got nothing but a bunch of fucking red flags on it. There's too many red flags and there's too many questions to be raised so when you consider that none of this information was provided to us over here in Iowa nor Nebraska of how ill-managed the very lab that created these tests were before we got funding for it and you wonder why we're one of the main states considered as top redlined we're redlined for COVID. While you got other states that are right damn near next to us that are not having this, they're not having this problem. Because they're not dealing with these private companies. That's why. So it don't make sense that when you add up the stats, why test Iowa and test Nebraska should even be a thing right now. Unless that information about not only the Octopure, 
but also about that lab and that team was given out and given the okay go independently by certain governors. And in our case, it's Kim Reynolds. Whether they told her or not, of all the, the stats and everything and the specifics of their team, is less the concern. It's the simple fact that why would there not be a background check done on a company that is known to be joining with other private companies? Why would you not do a background check on something like that when you know it's for something as serious as a COVID-19 test in quotation marks? Why would you not do that? Why would you not make valid what actually is being done in your state? When in the, the state that they first established the damn shit at, they didn't even have accuracy there. So why is they giving the ability and the okay go to do it here? I want you to think about it. And this probably explains why there's countries, not excuse me, why there's states very close to us that have nothing to do with Nomi Health right now. It, it makes sense that something would have took place where it was the information that was purportedly not saved, not archived, and things of this nature, I feel like it's being given out to chosen hands. Because if it wasn't, why would there need to be any type of any of this being hidden? Why would that not why would we not be getting told about Nomi Health, anything of this nature? In reality, they would be getting praised considering the FDA and how they operate. And them saying that, you know, Nomi Health and the labs they got over there and the hospital in Utah and all this stuff is verified to be, you know, like they FDA approved and all this. Why would you not think that during their expansion and starting to deal with, with Iowa and Nebraska that we would not have at least a partial national headline describing that you goddamn know me else giving us tests. Why would we not hear about it? That's, this, that's, the, that's the question. Why would she not do background check on the private company? That don't make sense. Unless what Ashton Kutcher told her was enough to convince her. To not even worry about doing a background check. Just letting it happen. Which I find highly not, not possible. That, that can't be possible. There had to be one person who was like, let me do a background check on them. Because they're, they're joining with private companies that we don't know about. They're funded from companies we don't have no idea about. We don't know. That's, that's wild. So before I get in on Atkinson Dunn real quick, I felt I had to make that flush. I had to give it to you the way it is. Because it don't make sense. And it don't make sense and it don't make sense. It really, really don't. It really genuinely does not. This is something that's totally happening outside of government eyes. And the FDA knows they exist. 
That's what I'm saying. The FDA is saying that they, they're approved, their labs are approved, their practices are approved, but everybody that go and check on them, everybody that go and um, into the area where their labs are located, all say that things is in disarray. So what's going on? How the hell yo, how the hell your lab federally approved, but then you face you facing sanctions? <laughs> what? Like, come on now, think about it. Why are you getting sanctions, impossible fines, where you gotta pay five thousand dollars or so a day, but you, by the FDA's claim, are already approved. You 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 clean your procedures are clean. You 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 approved. Your labs approved. Your equipment, everything. That is backwards, bro. That's that's backwards. This is this is backwards, guys. This is something I don't believe. Nobody really breaking down. Nobody really noticed because they ain't said nothing about Nomi Health. They ain't said nothing about that. Nothing. And if they know, if you knew about Nomi Health, you would know all the names that are attached to trying to do background checks on that company. And whoever did them, either getting told that the FDA said don't worry about it, or they literally losing their damn positions and jobs. And now this is why we got Breakdown Atkinson done, because she's one of the individuals that ended up losing her position due to actually looking at exactly what data we've collected here. Looking at everything that we've been saying here and saying that something's fishy. And something don't make sense here. Something smells. Something, something happening in the background that we don't know about. So let me get it. Let's let's get into it. Atkinson Dunn told me, and that me, like I said in my last podcast, I'm reading directly off the New Yorker. All right. The guy Robert who published this on here is speaking from personal recounts. So by analysis, everything that I'm reading, I'm reading in. It's outside of me. So when I say Atkinson Dunn told me, I ain't, she ain't talk me. <laughs> but you know what I mean. All right. So keep up. He's personally recalling his interviews and interactions with certain individuals who are providing him with these particular uh, points of interest on this damn, uh, on this here article. So let's continue. Atkinson Dunn told me that. The increased demand for testing had created a backlog at the public health lab. Our capacity is a thousand samples a day, and we've been getting close to 1,500 samples, she said. During the week of June 1st, Atkinson Dunn arranged for some of the samples coming into her lab to be tested by Intermountain. That Friday, however, the day after the Tribune first reported a summary of investigation at Tim Penagos, which is that hospital in Orem, Utah, her superiors at the Department of Health suggested that she offload some of the samples to test Utah lab. Okay? So basically to give some of them samples back to test Utah. She refused. Okay? And she went on to say, I will not take the responsibility for public health actions being taken from a laboratory that has evidence that they are not properly validated. I will not send samples to test Utah until they can show that they have fixed their problems. So while literally, like I just said, so while we got the FDA saying that they're good to go, that their procedures are clean, 
Their labs are approved. Their FDA approved. Clearly, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not clean. They're not doing. They're not doing something right. And it's clearly been seen. And she's verified that. So to continue on, on Monday morning, Atkinson Dunn was informed by her superiors that she was losing her position at the as the director of the Utah State Laboratory and would be reassigned within the health department. Atkinson Dunn's official email account was shut down and her work phone was reclaimed. And that's all from her saying she was not going to give them damn tests back to test Utah until she was confirmed that they were valid. Her herself being the director of the Utah State Laboratory just got reassigned right when she asked that. And considering her being in the state of Utah and being one of the first individuals to actually see, you know, to test Utah and see the, the hospital of Tipinago. It's, it's wild to think about that. It really is. Because it really lets you know she probably knew literally some stuff that she didn't even mention. And they had to get her out of there then and there. They could not hesitate. They had to get her off. They had to get her off of there. They wanted her out out of the picture because they knew she was finding out what was going on. It was something going on here. Atkinson's Dunn's official email account was shut down, man. And her work phone was reclaimed. So not only did she lose her position... They totally erased her from the history of even having that position. They took her email away from when she was in that position and her phone. So all of her phone records and all that, gone. Gone. And this is all happening to a person who's literally the director of Utah State's laboratory. Without question. They took her out. You know there's something that needs to be protected here. You already know it. Use your damn head. Use your brain. You wouldn't kick somebody who got that much prestige in their damn area of work. Unless you literally knew they understood you was doing some shit you shouldn't be doing. The lady's smart. She knew it was something going on. She picked up on it and they got her out of the damn picture before she began describing too much. She goes on to say, they reassigned me to a position I'm not even trained for. They assigned me to be an epidemiologist. Epidemiologist, excuse me. 
She says, I'm not an epidemiologist. It's just a way for them to get me out the way. On Wednesday, a spokesperson for the Utah Department of Health confirmed that Atkinson Dunn had been reassigned as a multi-drug resistant organism specialist in our Bureau of Epidemiology. And said this position will benefit from somebody with a laboratory background. He also acknowledged that she had raised serious.